Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. Enjoying the fall, bordering on winter weather. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road house protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So, Byer, if you'd indulge me, and guys, you want to hop in on this, like, this is the conversation. We do this all the time. Like, Aaron Rodgers is not having a great year. They're not throwing the ball that much. Tom Brady's not. In. Pat Mahomes is, okay, is having a very, very good year. But there have been games in which he's made some bad plays. Like, we could put some, some things on him. 
Uh, they also don't run the football, so the numbers are going to be skewed as, as such. But I guess I guess the question becomes, like, we always do this. Where Does the MVP have to be the quarterback? Like, well, the quarterback is the quarterback of the team. And if that's so, then, then Kirk Cousins should be, you know, front and center, right? If wins and losses are a quarterback stat, which on some levels they are, um, why – why is it the case that Kirk Cousins doesn't get commit well because he hasn't played well in big games previously at night? Like, okay, that's that's fair. Um, in terms of affecting winning as a player, I, I don't know. Mike Micah Parsons to me is the best player in the football in, in the NFL. I, I also think that if we're also going to be honest, um, the Aaron Donald contract is going to be a bad one. It's going to be a bad one. I know he's still really good. But his level of desire, maybe his level of uh, of athleticism, at some point it's going to wane if it hasn't already. And I know you're like, well, last year they had Von Miller alongside him. Like, okay, but we can't afford to pay more guys. We're paying him top dollar, paying Stafford top dollar, paying, you know, they redid Cooper Cup. They redid everybody's contract, and at some and you have no draft picks. Here's the part about the Rams that like no one's talking about. Right, the Rams lose Cooper Cup today, probably for the season. Right, and. Um, if you, the, the way in which you build a football team and it's like, oh, the Rams, F them draft picks, whatever. Like, that's great. You can do that if you have a bunch of guys on a reasonable contract. If you have top of the market contracts for Aaron Donald, who is at the back end of his career, for Cooper Cup, who didn't take top of the market money, but still plenty of money, for Matt Stafford, who not top of the market, but right there in the discussion, like, you start to get those guys, and then you're like, okay, well, you've, what do you fill out the rest of the roster with? You fill out the rest of the roster. Everybody else fills out the rest of the roster with draft picks. They don't have the draft picks. And then the draft picks you do have, you got to hit when it's a volume play. Yes, the Seahawks were great in the draft this past year. Dan Byer can go through year after year of all the misses they've had trying to crack the code. It ain't for lack of trying. But anyway, I digress. To me, Micah Parsons, Byer makes a great point. Like Tyreek Hill, he has what's called, in basketball, they call gravity. I don't know if they call gravity in the NFL, they should. And it's the idea, you got whoever's checking him, and then everybody else, you see Tyreek Hill, and you're like, it gets your attention, and it opens up everything else for everybody. And the point that I think he's making and why the Tua for MVP becomes almost laughable is if you take Tyreek Hill off that team, Tua is probably going to get replaced as a quarterback. But because of Jalen Waddell, Tua Tungavailoa, but, but mostly Tyreek Hill, it's, it's, it makes it look easy for a guy who, arm strength-wise, there can be a struggle. I, you know, Doug, I've we've done this show. I've been on your show for about five and a half years, and I think I've said it about ten times. And, I, and so I, I hope you remember. I hope John remembers, and, and Jason as well. I've always loved Tyreek Hill's receiving ability, his skills yeah. as a receiver, and those are like finally popping up right now. And you want to talk about the constant? Like the Dolphins have a bunch of pieces now to put something together, but how many of us thought that Tyreek Hill? You know, why would you want out of Kansas City? You know, like who would ever, why would you want, you're going to win, you're going to do, you know, do your own thing. You just, you want it out because you wanted a new contract and Chiefs are going to give it to you. So, you know, see you later. But to see what, he hasn't missed a beat. You know, I mean, like hasn't, 
missed a step whatsoever. So it's it's what's the constant, and that's to to me is I I don't know what the Dolphins would have looked like without Tyreek Hill, but I know what they look like with him, and. It may not be what Kansas City was, but it's darn close and it's darn impressive. Yeah, he's he's got that Steve Smith thing, right? Only he's got world-class speed. And by Steve Smith, usually the wide receivers that we've come to love as the best in the league. And Stephon Diggs is another guy who's not big, great route runner, unbelievably explosive speed, right? Usually we think you got to be bigger to go up and make plays. And this guy is a dynamic route runner. He's tougher than hell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great hands. And then you throw in world-class speed and agility. I had, I had the scouts tell me the first time anybody saw him play was when Oklahoma State opened the season at Jerry's World against Florida State. And most of the scouts were like expecting, like, you go to see Florida State because the speed they have outside the numbers. And when they went and they met with the Oklahoma State guys, they saw him practicing a little bit, they're like, this is the fastest guy we've ever recruited, we've ever seen. We've never seen anything like it. <laughs> anything like it. And that was their takeaway. Like, I've never seen anything like it. The speed that he had, I've, I've never seen anything like it. And it, what, he's so fast and explosive, You sometimes you lose track of the fact that he's a really good wide receiver. And you make a, a great point. And I think he's actually a pretty good blocker as well. I'm like a ton, you know, but he's actually a pretty good blocker. Jay Stu, if I was going to ask you, your MVPs... If you made it the best player, who would it actually be in the league? So the the best all-around player in the league that affects winning is Patrick Mahomes. Now, that is not uh, interesting. It's not a new angle. It's not uh, – I think he's – I think Mahomes is the top's odds right now for MVP. Um, but for the reasons you guys just kind of laid out, the more you talked about Tyreek Hill and how good he is, the more I thought, wait a minute. Mahomes hasn't missed a beat without Tyreek Hill. So that's that's my answer there. Is that wrong? No. What do you think? To say that last part. Sorry, I got a phone call in the studio. Uh, no, I was just so. as you guys were talking about Tyreek Hill, yeah. the other side of that coin for me was you take Tyreek Hill off the Chiefs and Mahomes is still playing yeah. at a caliber of level where I think he's the top um, in the odds right now for to win the MVP, so that that was my answer. Yep. Patrick Mahomes. I have no problem with that. I think Doug, you had him one in the rankings. You had Mahomes as the MVP, and I know I I rained on Mahomes' parade or the Chiefs' parade. A November rainer. <laughs> uh, following that win against the Titans, um, where by the way Mahomes was you know otherworldly with his arm and his legs, but yeah, I mean it's. You talk about constants. What's the constant? Constant in Kansas City, they keep moving. Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill continues his production, has lifted it up. Like, yeah. It's pretty impressive. I mean, I I, I wouldn't take any. Mahomes would obviously be in my top two or three as well, if I'm going to Kevin Durant this. Yep, yep. By the way, does anybody does anybody really offended by by what Kevin Durant said about LeBron James? In the Ulta, I just feel like it's such fake outrage. Yeah, I mean this is the problem. Like just everybody just falls out of himself kissing LeBron's ass so much. It's just like, oh my goodness, one of the two or three best players to ever play basketball. Like that's in no way a slight. You want you know? You know what's interesting as well is last year, just in the MVP stuff, 
Cooper Cup, like there are only three people that got votes last year for the MVP uh, by the Associated Press. Rodgers, who won it, Brady got some votes, and Cooper Cup got one. So if Tyree Kill or Justin Jefferson are on pace to, you know, set the single-season receiving mark, I know it would be in 17 games, but still expected to go where no receiver has gone before, then, you know, it's the question of then how could they not be considered? I don't know how they could not be. I mean, Cooper Cup, I I remember the only reason Aaron Donald was considered uh, part of the MVP discussion in the Super Bowl was because of, of Chris Collinsworth. Right, Collinsworth is falling all over himself, but Aaron Donald's a great player. He's got Von Miller on the other side. Whereas the last drive for the Rams to win the Super Bowl, they only threw to Cooper Cup. That's it, and he had two guys on him the whole time. Like he was open every time. It doesn't make any sense. He's that good. He's legit, legit that good. Uh, Ramos, where are you? You picked the three best players in football. Would they be quarterbacks, or would you go skill position guys? Uh, I love uh, Jefferson. I think that he is just uh, awesome. So I think he Fantasy makes him biased here. Well, yeah. it may also, be. He also has his Heisman moment, right? <laughs> Catching that, that 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 catch. Yeah, yeah. So most definitely. But I, I also have Tyree Kill, and he's he's like you said, he's been awesome too. So both of those guys to me would be my top two picks. This does, uh, Dan. This is actually kind of more up your wheelhouse than the other. So who's the Heisman Trophy winner? Like, <laughs> like you want to talk about something with no yeah. buzz at yes. all? Yes. Like, Drake when, May could win it, and nobody has watched him play. No. Uh, week one of the season, maybe, right? <laughs> yes. Like, the Appalachian State game is probably the the one that we – I mean, it's really weird what's happened to that award because that award was everything. And they they have the Heisman Trophy house, right? Like, that's a great ad campaign. So past winners are like, man, these are unbelievable names. But, like, what do you what do you do? Do you know who's leading the country in passing yards without looking? Do you have any idea? It's a, it's a player at a Power 5 school who transferred in from another Power 5 school. And the previous school he was at, the, when he was the starting quarterback there, before he, hurt his, before he got hurt, he, they had the best season they've had in years. Passing yards. I don't know. Who is it? Michael Penix. Oh, at Washington. Sure. It's crazy though, right? Yeah. I think I heard it in the broadcast and. Saturday should have known that. I this is what I I think it comes down to if if Ohio State does beat Michigan and CJ Stroud has a game, I think it's his. If Blake Corum has the game in that game, very well could be his for Michigan. Um and if North Carolina beats Clemson in the ACC title game, that could really help May. I I find it interesting that Tennessee has had this resurgence and that Hendon Hooker's kind of lost some of his juice towards it like even in the betting circles may is second now with the best odds cj stroud is the has the best odds to win the heisman but hooker's like third or fourth and they have caleb Here's, williams as well caleb, caleb williams has 31 touchdowns two interceptions if you watch the only game which they're really challenged the oregon state game he personally won the game okay he, he won the game they had a bush push thing he made a couple of throws a couple of play he won them the game they play ucla they play notre dame and then they'll play who Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, there are a bunch of different scenarios that yeah could play out, but yeah, you'd have that opportunity. But thirty-one touchdowns, two interceptions. I, I know. And he's like nobody. Even, but part of it is like nobody's talking about the award. 
it's the weirdest thing. It used to be everything. That, that by the way, is part of what I think's happened with the college football playoff, is that's become everything in the sport. Yes. Everything. And, and, and looking at it, and this is from uh, Bet Online, uh, CJ Stroud is the favorite. I misspoke. Uh, Hendon Hooker is second at four to one, at least to their odds. Blake Corum and uh, Drake May are tied for third at six to one. And then you have Caleb Williams, seven to one. Then there's only I, three I, other players Stetson Bennett, uh, Max Duggan, and uh, Bo Nix. By the way, Stetson Bennett, he was, uh, who'd they play where he was, was it Tennessee that he was awesome against? Like he was awesome. He's been really, really good at times, but I, I would, I would agree. You know, the the other part, um, the other part which is really interesting, is that I think Hendon Hooker. One of the things that's going to hold him back is his age. Right, he's twenty four, twenty five years old. Like, why is that a part of the discussion? The 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 I said this about and uh, not in I was in Dominic Kimsu when he was at Nebraska. Like the the award is given to the best college football player. That's what it's supposed to be. The best college football player that year was Ndamukong Sue. It didn't matter. He, he, I don't know if you remember, they played Texas in the Big 12 championship game. They literally had three guys on him every time they snapped the football. And he still dominated the game. He was amazing. So if Hendon Hooker is the best college football player in America, and I would agree with you, you could, in their big wins, he's been the biggest reason why. You know? Um, I w- you can't hold against him the fact that he's old. You just can't. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like I feel like we should do like Ballad Tuesdays or something. Something I didn't, words not come out right. Though I tried, but I guess that's why they say every rose has its thorn. Just like it. Down. You guys got your, they don't do lighters anymore. What is lighters in? Now you do the phone, right? Charles Robinson's on hold. Yahoo Sports, senior NFL reporter. He's got UPod to win the game. He's probably sitting there going like, what did I walk into? Why are they playing old Motley Crue? We, we were talking rock ballads earlier in the show. Are, do you have a favorite rock ballad you would like to, you'd like to throw in the hat in? Throw into the hat. What was the... Uh... I should know this because it's my era. What's the Guns N' Roses song that's like 24 minutes long with the the slash? November solo? 8. November 8. That was the November, the November 8. was like the impetus yeah. of this whole discussion. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. That's got to be it, right? I, I, I think so. What did we learn? Uh, did we, what did we learn about the Eagles last night? Um, I mean, I, I don't. Here's the thing. I wouldn't. Uh, Every rose has its thorn. Is that, is that what we're listening? <laughs> Come on. I mean, they were going to be, this wasn't going to be a 17 no team, right? And, and I, I think, if anything, I think the Eagles are capable of, I think they've advanced to the point where they're capable of taking an opponent lightly. Honestly, that's how I felt when I watched that game. And, and I'm surprised that no one, I think Jalen Hurts calls his number a lot. I think it's interesting. Um, I think he has a lot of control of that offense, and I think if you go back and you watch that that game, you will see scenarios where the offense is geared for Jalen Hurts to make make decisions, and and he calls his number a lot, both running and and throwing the football. And I I'm fine with that, but you know there's going to be some criticism to come on on the other side of it. They're going to need a run game at some point, and it can't all come from him. And he's going to have to incorporate you know the the tools around him more than I think he did last night. Well, I, I would I would tell you that when he was at Oklahoma, okay, people at Oklahoma they said like, and he was only there for a year, so it was a little it was a little weird, right? 
But they said, like, yeah, he's a little bit, he's a lot more about him than he lets on because he's so good at the press conferences and he's so good on the social media. He's a little bit more about him. And in an effort to protect him because they didn't, he's not a progression read guy, was they started more design runs, more and more design runs as the season went on. And then they just kind of told him, like, look, if you don't like your first read, run it. And uh, th- that, was, that was their feeling towards him. I just think that, the, that when you get to the people have the book on your run game, they're going to make you throw from the pocket. And he's still just not great at it. He's okay. He's, you know, he's really experienced, but he's not, that's not what he does best. And I just thought that some of those limitations, and it wasn't all him. Like, there was turnovers as well that weren't his fault. But I think some of that reared its head last night. Yeah, and I, I want to be fair, too. I mean, it wasn't like – I mean, hearing the ball six times, I just think it was early on you're sort of watching that game and you're like, okay, well, it was – I think it was pretty late in the first, and I'm like, what, is Miles Sanders hurt? Like, I literally was asking myself, like, did I miss something? Um, and another thing, too, look, they did – I thought Washington did a really good job of bracketing A.J. Brown, and they're like, all right, if we take this guy away, which is his heavy hitter – Let's see, you know, how he adjusts. And, you know, Devonta Smith, obviously, he did his numbers, but it, they're not going to win a lot of games. Well, I don't want to say that. I, they're going to be somewhat fallible if Quez Watkins is, is your guy. If that's your guy, and, and that's what teams are probably going to look at this, and they're going to say, okay, take away his number one, and let's see if he can beat us having to throw to Quez Watkins, having to throw to Devonta Smith, who's, you know, good player, but again, Neither of those guys is remotely near the level of, of A.J. Brown at this point. Um, and, and see if Hurts shifts more toward taking the burden of the offense on himself in terms of like calling his number with runs and um, if he can be accurate from the pocket. I, again, when it ended, I said to myself, don't, don't get warped over this game. Like they're, They were a team that wasn't going to, to finish 17-0. and The final score made the score look even worse than it really was. This was a, you know wasn't a 32-point, you know, performance by the Washington Commanders. But, um, yeah, I'm just – I'm trying not to read too much into this. It's still – I still think the Eagles are one of the two best teams in football right now. Okay. I'll put I'll put three. I'll still put Buffalo in there. Why – you wouldn't include Buffalo in that? I, I, I think – it's yeah, I think that if you want to say – I think I would put – I think Kansas City is the best team in the NFL right now. I think Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. Um, I would put Philly two, and I'd put Buffalo three. The thing about Buffalo is it's interesting because they're dealing kind of with their own situation with Josh Allen, who the stat that's gotten repeated most now is the four interceptions in the red zone the last two games, but it's this mentality thing that he still hasn't worked out of, out of I think, his game, which is pushing every single time. You know, it's all gas, no breaks, touchdown every time you go down there, you get into the red zone, there's an economy of kind of playing a little more conservatively, especially when momentum's going your way. And, you know, he's prone to sometimes making mistakes of overaggression. I think because he's got the army does, um, you and I have seen football for a lot of decades, right? Reminds me of, you'd see Elway do this. You'd see yep. Brett Favre do this. You'd see every guy with a cannon would have a mentality of, I can do it. Like I can do it. They have a yep. cape mentality and he's got that. Yeah, which is you don't want to take that away from him, but you want to find no. a way to temper it, right? You want to find a way to yeah. to, to 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 temper it. Um, okay, so I when Jeff Saturday got named head coach, I text. I have three GMs that that get back to me pretty quickly. All of them said shocked. One yeah, of yep, them, absolutely. who 
had spent time in Indy was like shocked, but if there's a guy who could do it and a place he could do it, Indy's the place because he knows that place like the back of his hand. And that is all of all analysts are not the greatest. I had TJ Hushman's out on last hour. We're like some guys show up and just talk football and go home and do their thing. Some people are all about it, right? Everybody's different. He's all about it. Like I didn't think it was crazy. Especially considering Nathaniel Hackett's been training for this his whole life, right? Like, this is his whole life has been built up, and he's not any good at it. So the idea you have to come through a system of learning to be a coach, all right, now we've seen him for a week. What are people in the NFL saying? Uh, Look, I don't think – I think there is room even in the NFL, and I'm not saying this is the situation, but if you ask me, could Steve Kerr ever happen? Now we know, you know, Steve Kerr was a GM and everything, but, you know, or, or, or even, you know, I thought Steve Nash, you know, had, even though he clearly got banged, it wasn't like it was just an absolute catastrophe. It wasn't, uh, you know, not morning, morning wag with the Lions kind of a situation. Sure. Uh, is there room in the NFL for a guy to come in and actually succeed at this? Yeah. I mean, I think law of averages. If it, you know, it's been 60 years since somebody tried this, there's a chance that somebody could try it and have it be successful. I think what people have to get used to is he, you know, could he be a coach CEO? And what I mean by that is, is he someone? And I, and I actually think Ursay tried to say this in the press conference, even though I thought it was a loopy press conference. Um, you know, I'm trying to bring this guy in to really install like kind of a mentality and a culture, and in a way, and he wasn't saying be a cheerleader. But there is an element of being a cheerleader, of trying to, um, I guess, change the vibe in the building. And you're right. Everybody knows Jeff Saturday. He's been around that, that team in some respects, whether it was as an, as an analyst. He's been a voice in the market for a long time. Um, he was there in training camp on a few occasions. Clearly, he was a consultant for not only Ursay but other people in the building for quite a while. So it's not like it's just a complete and total disconnected guy i still think even though you know he wins one game i don't know whether or not this is still it could still be a disaster i the one thing he did during the week that i thought was interesting so tuesday he wakes up he doesn't know his offensive play caller is going to be his newest quarterback is going to be um he's still got to you know talk to the players he's he's still dealing with coaches who know they were bypassed for him he did the one thing that I thought was going to be the most effective decision, and that was to tell Ursay, I know you benched Matt Ryan. We're going to go ahead and reverse that. He's got to be out on the field. He knows his offense better than anybody else who's now in the building because everybody else has been fired. We need to have him on the field. If you want me to be your coach, I yep. need to win games. This is the only way we're going to do it is if we put him back in because Sam Ellinger is not going to do it. I, I, I agree. And and part of, again, the, the biggest part about being a head coach is not – calling the play on third down, right? The biggest part is you're managing people and you have to not just manage down, you got to manage up as well. So mm-hmm. you have to, Ursay has to respect you. you. You have to have a working, hey man, I can't do this unless I'm allowed to do, like what's the point of me coming out of ESPN, put myself in, if you don't let me pick my own quarterback, pick my own play call, right. let, me, let me do my own thing. And so the, 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 the problem with the discussion we're having is it has nuance, and there just doesn't appear to be any time or desire for most people in our profession to to actually discuss the nuance, right? It's, uh, that, that's that, that's, that's yeah, my biggest issue with it. But, oh, but I would say this. There is an element of fairness that 
as you said, you talk to GMs who are shocked. I, I was in the same scenario. Everybody I talked to, some people didn't even believe it. They were just like, is this real? Like, is this really actually happening? It's within the own, you know, within the profession. It, it was it was stunning, you know. And it, for coaches, it was infuriating because all those individuals that were still there, you build up your resume, you, you know, you bond with the players, you're there since training camp, and your thought process is, I've put in all this hard work so that if something takes a left turn, I could potentially have the opportunity to step in front of these guys and say, hey, I've been here with you. I put in the work with you. You know, so I, I get – I still think the criticism – I truly do. I believe the criticism is valid. Now, two things can be true. The criticism can be valid and he could succeed, okay? They can both be true. Um, it's, it's, I think there's space for both. Ultimately, he's got his opportunity. If he wins out, you know, if he wins out – let's say he, he – you know, let's say he even loses a couple games, two games, whatever. If he really seems to turn it around, what are we going to say? You know, okay, Ursay took a shot. Now, you know, he's got to figure out how to satisfy the Rooney rule, which he dug that hole for himself. It is what it is. People may not like it, but he knew what he was getting into when he did this. And, you know, he moves forward with Jeff Saturday, and you have to hope that in 2023 and beyond, it continues to, to pay dividends. Because at any point this comes up short, everybody who sat there and said, yeah, this was a, a complete sham and it's a ridiculous, you know, it's an embarrassment. I mean, we heard Bill Cower, Hall of Fame coach, ripping it to shreds. Joe Thomas, you know, first ballot Hall of Fame left tackle, ripping it to shreds. I mean, it was, and to me, that was emblematic of everybody. There wasn't anybody I heard in the NFL that wasn't pissed off about this. And I know I've run long here, but I'll give you one example, though. When John Lynch got the job in San Francisco, multitude of personnel people who I knew who were beside themselves pissed off that John Lynch could walk into a general manager job like that. Now, years later, if you talk to those people, they begrudgingly have to admit he was the right fit for what Kyle's personality was. And like you yeah. said, manage up, manage down. Got to work with people. He was the right fit for that situation, and it has worked because he was who he was. So it was the right judgment call. But at the time, it yeah. did look terrible, very much like From, this looks terrible. That, that, that's actually a, a great analogy. That's a really, really good analogy. Um, okay, so let, let, let's get a couple other things in the league here. Packers, they they finally kind of cracked that code on, hey, we're a running team. We got Aaron Jones run the hell out of the football. And then Christian Watson, after he had a couple drops early in the game, and Aaron Rodgers still still threw it to him, maybe because he had to. Right. Is it an outlier game, or is it the beginning of the Packers figuring it out? Well, I will say this. Um, I have little doubt that the Dallas Cowboys were prepped on, on Christian Watson. What's going to be interesting is let's see what Tennessee does, right? Because now they know. And the thing about Watson was if you watch the Packers, when I mean, he's hurt all season long, right? In and out, in and out. But when you watched him, including that first game where he drops, he just a horrible drop, touchdown, you know, bomb from Rodgers. He was always running. He, he is – crazy fast like he just runs by guys he just can't catch and even against the cowboys like you said he had three horrible drops and the thing is though and i would i would kind of say this about like justin fields you watch him play a game like that he catches a couple you saw his reaction i'm sure it was a monumental relief to him 
and maybe he catches finally catches that groove of confidence, right? Like you're like, remember when Jamar Chase was dropping stuff in the preseason? We're all like, yeah. oh my god, this is a such a mistake. And then that first game comes out, he lights it up. You're like, yeah, he's good. Like you're good. Like he's set. He's he knows he can do this. The question is, does Watson now go? Okay, man, I got this. And and also, does Aaron Rodgers go? You know what? It's worth it, even if it's a fifty fifty shot. He's running past. First, it was one defender. Then it's two. Def- I mean, the Cowboys were throwing two guys on him, and he was just straight up outrunning them. It wasn't like a stop and go from Devontae Adams where it just, you know, he jukes a guy out of his cleats. He was just straight up speed. And, you know, so I think what really we got to figure out is let's see what the Titans do because they're going to be ready for that. They know. They're like, okay, we saw it. It's on film. This guy can, you know, straight up run past you. How do we stop this? And then we got to see whether or not Watson himself can adjust to it and continue to catch at least – you know, some meaningful balls that keep, you know, keeps Rogers faith. In it. If it, if that is real, I will say this, it's an element they have not had and it can be pretty transformative. Um, Devonte Adams and the Raiders are a mess. Now, Mark Davis came out and gave him the vote of confidence. And, right. you know, again, same people that I texted about Saturday had told me a long time ago, like McDaniels likely learned from Denver stuff, good football guy. They'll be fine. But my, what held me back to start the season was you got so much change in that organization, right? So right. much. I mean, and, and from the non-football side, that whole front office has changed. The football right. side, president, GM, head coach, players, everybody, everything's changed out. Like that, that does not, consistency and continuity is what kind of wins the day. But does Josh McDaniel see year two in Vegas? Yes, he does. He will. He will see year two. And I, and I, I think even – even if there weren't other reasons in the building, and I'll give you those reasons in a second, even if there weren't other reasons in the building, Mark Davis cash poor. We all know it. Okay. Yep. He just settled with John Gruden. He's not going to pay Josh McDaniels and then pay another coach on top of it to come in there. And potentially who knows, maybe that guy doesn't you know, like the fact that they spent what they spent on Devonte Adams. I mean, he's committed to this calculus, which is why Mark Davis comes out and says, the guy's played nine games. Okay. Like the vote of confidence is when I hired him. Mark Davis knows he's my coach in 2023. I think he kind of wanted to nip it in the bud. So context of what's going on there. Before Derek Carr gets to the podium and, he, and he's you know crying and emotional, before Devontae Adams says what he says, apparently after the game ended, they go in the locker room and there were some guys who just didn't take the loss that hard, you know. And I don't, I mean, they just weren't. the The phrase that was used to me, which I can't say on the radio, I mean, basically it was just. Um, they weren't taking it very hard. It wasn't on, yeah. I, won't, I don't want to put it on the level of like Moneyball where they had like Jason Giambi like dancing and then, you know, Brad Pitt, you know, bashing in a, a boombox. But like there were clearly some guys that were not as disturbed and that royally pissed off Carr and Adams. Basically, they were like, y'all need to be crushed. Okay. We're here to do this. This was an embarrassing loss. This is tough. You need to feel like we feel. And if you don't, you're not on the same page. So that's kind of what happened when they came out and they said, you know, they basically alluded to the locker room, like, hey, there's some people that, that got to be on the same page here. When when I talked to someone there, what I was like, the, the feeling that, not the feeling, I mean, it was straight up told, like, look, if when I went through there in July, if I had said to Josh McDaniels, Z- Dave Ziegler, the GM, if I had said, hey, guess what? Hunter Renfro, not going to have him. Um, Darren Wall, not really going to have him. They would have said, our offense is screwed. Like, the offensive line isn't good anyway. Like, we've already got problems there. We can't lose 
two of our top three pass catchers, and we're already looking to try and find a third wide receiver to pair with Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams. If you're going to take away Waller and Renfro, what are we doing? Like, who are we throwing to? And if the offensive line's not protecting, it means we can't let routes develop, which means we're not going to throw the ball down the field a lot. It's, you know, it, comp- it compounds things. And I think defensively, you know, Chandler Jones, I think he's cashed. I don't know what happened. I have no clue why a player would go off the cliff that quickly. But I think uh, Chandler Jones is not like a system function. I think he's fallen off significantly. And I don't think that's something that they expected. And that's also something they're grappling with. So who's going to be on the sharp end of the stick here? I think they'll blame the defensive coordinator. And I think there's a chance that they may look at Derek Carr and say, We're, we got a shot at the top, you know, drafted quarterback. Let's see if anybody's interested in Derek Carr. And if they do that, there's going to be interest. There's going to be teams that will, will line up to trade for Derek Carr. And it's like a $5.6 million dead cap. So it's totally possible Derek Carr gets traded. Charles Robinson, the podcast is called You Pod to Win the Game. you got to read his work in Yahoo Sports, completely connected and tied into everything that goes on in the National Football League. Charles, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Now, this is not a rock ballad, right? We were, we're fair, fair about this. This is an alternative ballad. Oh, no. No, This no, is no. black, right? Yeah, this is my favorite ballad ever. This, to me, Pearl Jam's rock. They're not, though. They're grunge. They're alternative. They're grunge, and then they just kind of phased into rock. They may have started grunge, but they're not alternative. No, they, they wouldn't be played on uh, alternative rock stations. Okay. Uh, we talk more about the song off air. This is not an on-air discussion. I'm not ready to have that on-air discussion. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the press. <laughs> Game time, the press. <laughs> and they all flow together, oh, right? Rank these countries, Doug, as the <laughs> NFL's looking to go to France and Spain. After a game in Germany this past weekend, and also a Mexico City coming up in Week 11 between the Niners and Cardinals. Well, I've never been to Spain, but I'd surely like to get there. Great line. Three dog night. Three dog night. Do you know what a three dog night is? No. Ramos, you want to try? Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm I mean, guessing we all know. We all know it's an American rock band. Yes. Yes. Uh, is it? Is it sexual in any way? No. Okay. Well, John's eliminated himself from the conversation. No, it's 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 essentially what you think it is, like right, like Siberian Huskies, right? Three dog night means it's so cold, you'll put three dogs in your bed with you to, in order to stay warm. It's really as easy as it sounds. It has no sexual innuendo. I don't even know how you would get to three dog night. I, mean, uh, we'll, I guess we'll I take suggestions Ramos. at JS Ramos zero six. <laughs> Sexually, what do you think three dog? Sexy chocolate, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think John Ramos means by is it sexual? <laughs> um, Dan, oh. you know he's left-handed. <laughs> oh, Urban oh, Dictionary, Dictionary, three dog nights. Let's. <laughs> The Week 11 matchup between the Cowboys and Packers. Most watched game of the season so far in the NFL as more than 29 million viewers watched the game on Fox. Cowboys, most popular team. Packers right there in the discussion. Awesome. Here's a legit question, though. How about them Cowboys? Like That is, <laughs> that is, that is legit. Uh, Dodgers, not... Uh, not getting Tyler Anderson. He's going to the Angels. He uh, declined the Dodgers qualifying Sweet offer. Leg. Instead, the lefty signing a three-year deal worth $39 million with the Let's Dodgers. go, Hales! What's that? I mean, the only other guy to do that was Shohei Otani did that. In the same Loading league. up on pitching. Mm. Loading you, up on pitching. 100%. What do you think about Tyler Anderson in a Halos uniform, Dodger fans? Well, I, I think that Tyler Anderson will do what's co- commonly known as the Anthony Rendon. Once you go to the Angels, you start to suck and become unavailable. La La Land. Wow, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> that, that, that hurt. 
You know, he gave you 178 and two-thirds innings of good hard work and a 2.57 ERA. The least you could do is wish him well. Exactly. If you give up three runs in the first inning, that's a three-dog night in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Rory McIlroy said Don't Live Golf CEO and Commissioner Greg Norman would need to go before uh, the PGA Tour and Live could figure out a working partnership. Well, I, I think he's he's gone anyway. Uh, but I also don't think there's a working partnership to be had. Doug, that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, got a pick for you on our uh, In the Bonus podcast on tonight's college hoops game and one that you probably didn't see coming. Um, I did see the Eagles losing last night, although I didn't pick them to lose. We all picked them, the, the Washington Commanders, to cover. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, In the Bonus, now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.